It's Friday, September 15th, 2023, and I'm Dave Sobel. Three things to know today. From LinkedIn to lockdown, how MGM Grand was targeted. Generative AI in workplaces, the promises, the reality, and the skepticism. And the hidden cost of leadership, entrepreneurs, CEOs, and personal sacrifice. This is the business of tech. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. The ransomware group ALF-V, also known as Black Cat, reportedly socially engineered their way into MGM Grand's computer systems in just 10 minutes, causing a shutdown of MGM Resorts' international properties across the U.S. The ransomware group allegedly took hold of MGM's computer systems in three simple steps, according to VX Underground. All ALF-V ransomware group did to compromise MGM Resorts was hop on LinkedIn, find an employee, then call the help desk, the organization wrote in a Twitter post. A company valued at $33 billion was defeated by a 10-minute conversation, it added. The Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency has published a new roadmap to help fortify open-source software security, including establishing CISA's role in providing security support to the open-source community increasing visibility into the usage of open-source software, reducing risks to the federal government, and improving the overall cyber posture of the open-source ecosystem. CISA plans to partner with open-source software communities and expand engagement and collaboration with international partners while developing a framework to help organizations conduct risk prioritizations for open-source software components. And in two good resources, CompTIA has launched an emergency response team to provide real-time guidance to solution providers experiencing a cybersecurity incident or service disruption. The ERT is a group of dedicated CompTIA members who have either experienced a security incident or can guide solution providers who have been victimized. The service is free to businesses and can be accessed by calling 630-678-8400. The ERT supplements an organization's formal incident response relationships and provides support in areas such as employee well-being and health, along with experienced guidance. And CISA is offering free security scans for critical infrastructure facilities, such as water utilities, to help protect them from hacker attacks. The program identifies vulnerabilities or misconfigurations in internet-exposed endpoints and send weekly reports with action recommendations. Why do we care? Besides these great resources to leverage, I want to focus again on that social engineering angle. Consider what happened to MGM Resorts. A LinkedIn search, finding someone, and coming in via the help desk. 
Now, as an IT provider, consider that you might be the help desk. This is a pretty easy entry point, far easier than technical entry. I've done bonus episodes about both corporate espionage like this and the coming voice security problem. It's time to spend more time considering your policies here. I want to cover some non-AI hype about AI. Generative AI currently makes up a small fraction of cloud computing costs for enterprises and cloud providers, despite the hype, per coverage in the register. While generative AI has sparked interest from companies in various industries, spending on the technology is still primarily focused on predictive analytics, with generative AI not yet significantly impacting cloud bills or revenues for cloud providers and platforms. However, this is expected to change over the next few years as enterprises spend more on cloud computing to support their generative AI products and services. A LinkedIn survey of nearly 30,000 professionals found that 90% are excited about AI in the workplace, but 49% feel they should know more about it. The survey also found that 45% believe AI will make their jobs easier and give them more free time, but 39% feel overwhelmed by the change AI could bring to their job. Employers should focus on education to help workers feel more comfortable with AI workflows. A new US, UK, Australian, and Indian consumers survey found that about half of those people have tried large language models or other generative AI applications, and about a third of those continue to do so daily. The report also traced a generational divide in who's using the technology, with Gen Z and Millennials making up 65% of users and 70% of Gen Z respondents saying they've used it. Of the 51% of people who told Salesforce they've never used generative AI, 88% said they were unclear on how AI will impact their daily lives, and 81% doubted that companies will ever achieve goals around improving customer service with AI. And according to a study by Ohio State University, using AI generators to write personal correspondence like letters and text messages results in negative reactions from friends and colleagues who receive them. People who received an AI-assisted response recorded having much lower opinions about the sender and were far less likely to agree that the sender meets my needs as a close friend or likes me as a close friend. The study's authors wrote that using AI assistance led participants to perceive the friend expended less effort, reducing participants' relationship satisfaction and increasing uncertainty. Why do we care? Wanted to give some airtime to anti-hype stories. AI can be overwhelming, having critical generation gaps, and has a lot of uses that are entirely inappropriate. And on top of all this, the money isn't nearly as significant as technologies like cloud broadly. Wanted to give some space for those considering AI as just hype. And some big ideas for the weekend. Arlen Sorensen offers some interesting stats in his newsletter this week. A study by the University of Chicago found that the divorce rate for entrepreneurs is 43% compared to 38% for the general population. And here's a passage from his newsletter. There are several factors that may contribute to the higher divorce rate among entrepreneurs. The long hours and stress of running a business constrain marriages. Entrepreneurs often have to make sacrifices in their personal lives, such as spending less time with their families in order to focus on their businesses. Entrepreneurs may be more likely to take risks, which can lead to financial instability and marital problems. 
Entrepreneurs may be more likely to have narcissistic personality traits, which can make them self-absorbed and difficult to live with. The interesting thing is that the first three of these areas somewhat go away with a successful business and career transition. It's no longer a lack of time, talent, or treasure that puts pressure on the marriage. Related, Harvard's Business Review looks at the myth of the CEO as the ultimate decision maker. CEOs are not always the ultimate decision makers in organizations, but rather shape decisions by designing the decision-making process, participating in it, monitoring the work, and making the final call when necessary. They must choose how much to be involved based on factors such as the decision's strategic importance, impact on the company's financial health, risk, core values, and stakeholders. The CEO's role is to create an environment where decisions are made effectively, empowering teams and driving the organization towards success. Why do we care? These are leadership stories. Many leaders view themselves as the ultimate decision makers, and the research says, not so much. You may be the blocker to your own success. But what about after that success? Arlen brings some big ideas to consider. How do your plans affect your family? How will you stay connected? What will you do with your time? Some big ideas for your weekend. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Thanks for listening. Today, World Engineers Day. That's a good one for this audience. This weekend, there'll be a bonus episode with Deborah Lamb about tackling wicked problems and how public-private partnerships work. Enjoy that, and I'll talk to you next week. The Business of Tech is written and produced by me, Dave Sobel, under ethics guidelines posted at businessof.tech. Like the content? Support the show at patreon.com slash mspradio or buy our Why Do We Care merch at businessof.tech. If you want to reach our listeners, visit mspradio.com slash engage. Part of the MSP Radio Network.